Alternative Radio. This Thursday, 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 and what were they thinking? Come see Lucas Till, Jane Levy, Thomas Lennon, Danny Glover? In his nitro-fueled funny car, funny car, funny car. Ha, 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 fun. Rob Lowe. So that's this Thursday, Thursday, Thursday on What Were They Thinking? We'll sell you the seat, but you'll only need the edge. And it's coming in January, so you know it's good, good, good. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm on to pressure now. The question always comes back to me, what were they thinking now? Welcome. Nope. Mm, no, would, can't do you that. You would die. You I would, would die. and I would feel bad for the people listening. That would be they, torturous. They probably would shut off pretty quickly after that. <laughs> Hit that 15 second button just to see if this ever stops, and it doesn't. <laughs> Episode deleted from the internet. Uh, welcome, welcome everyone. This is a uh, brand new episode of what were they thinking be weird if i said welcome this is a repeat of what were they thinking but it is a brand new episode uh i am brendan and uh joining me here to talk about this week's movie which i'm sure you know have a good idea of what it is by reading the title of the episode or you know hearing us do that little shindig at the beginning eardrums assaulted yeah um joining me is the well Nathan, here we are. I'm going to do it. Is the Jane Levy to my Lucas Till. I, you know, I could have been Creech. You could have just you could have said, you know, <laughs> the, the Creech to my trip. I could have, but I, 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 I pegged you as the thirsty one. Thanks. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, though. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, okay, we are here talking about a, uh, a movie that... Um, I actually been <laughs> put on the schedule and took off the schedule maybe more than any other movie in the history of this podcast. I think so it's so much about... so that it's got a revisionist uh, kind of cult to it now. Yeah. Who say, it... yeah, you know what? They were wrong. This thing's worth a shot. It's true. They it's a lot be... of fun. They might be saying worth a watch. We'll see what happens. But don't take our word for it. Wait, hold on. Did I That's jump ahead? Much later. Oh, sorry. Much, much later. <laughs> My bad. Um, but it, but of course, if we're going to talk about this movie, which is Monster Trucks 2016, 2016, that's disgusting. Um, if we're going to talk about Monster Trucks, an extreme sport? <laughs> Question mark? Close enough? We can't I mean, get, get the ads alone, I think, qualified for an extreme sport. There you go. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, but joining us, of course, because we can't talk about this kind of thing alone, our extreme, our resident extreme sports expert in-house, Jerrica. How's it going? It's going great. So <laughs> so be there, be there, be there. No, you be there. <laughs> I mean, I am glad to back. finally be here because 
as Brendan has alluded to, this has been a long time coming since I literally saw this movie in cinemas in 2016. As or 2017 when it came out, I guess. So, um, this, I remember it like it came, yeah, it came out, and then I think you guys made the podcast. And then Brendan was like, Brendan kept telling Brendan kept dangling this goddamn carrot. Oh, we're gonna do monster tracks, we're gonna do monster tracks year after year. I have I've slogged through so many <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> to get to this, it all paid to off, get, baby. To get to this one, I'm finally here. Oh my gosh, it's like 2024. <laughs> it's 20. This movie came out at least seven years ago. If it that, came out in January 2017, which yeah, I think it did. That's insane. It says 2016, but I don't know if that's the uh, Cannes Film Festival release date. Maybe. <laughs> I thought it was 2017, but regardless, Brendan has been teasing me with this for. Yeah, at least seven years now. And I'm here. Wikipedia says <laughs> it was released. Oh, see, it was it got a 2016 release in France. Oh, see, Khan, I told yeah. you. And yeah. then 2017 was when it was released. Just so they could get it under the wire for Oscar contention. <laughs> yeah. It went to Khan and then it went to Tribeca. I remember Robert De Niro did this like 10 minute speech about it. It was beautiful. He's like, I'm, I'm finally here. The monster trucks. <laughs> telling you, you got to see these trucks. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the movie, uh, Robert? You know, pretty good. Pretty that's, good, that's not going to lie. Had a good time. Had a good time. <laughs> but now let's talk about Trump. Um, okay, so <laughs> Monster Trucks, 2016, 2016 or 2017, uh, depending on your religion. Um, I'm, your I'm nationality, gonna, I mean, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, depending on what country you're from. I enjoy the fact that uh, Jerrica has the, and then this is just for us, but I enjoy the fact that Jerrica has the blur function on Skype because when you pick up the soda, it looks like we haven't paid for that sponsor. So they're just blurred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the best part is it's like yeah. one of those things where it's like, it's clearly, it's very clear what it is, but we're just like, mm, can't afford it. Yeah, no. You don't want to be given... <laughs> Diet's have enough any money. When Mariah's not here, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> Visual gags on an audio podcast. Um, okay, so I'm going to run down real quick the plot of this movie. Plot! So uh, Lucas Till plays young Trip. How young? Younger than he looks, let's just say that. Um, he plays a <laughs> high schooler, uh, Trip who is really into cars and, I don't know, kind of dumb, like smart with cars, but maybe kind of dumb in like every other department. Anyway, he uh, he's working at a scrapyard where there just happened. And by the way, just recently there was a, an incident involving some scientists where they, I don't know, drilled through an ecosystem or something and almost caused a massive genocide. And uh, this like squid-like creature, you might say, uh, pops up in the scrapyard and he says, you know what, this is a, this is a great premise for a Cronenberg movie. Um, he uh, drills him into his car to create a permanent prison for said squid. <laughs> and the movie is essentially a, a monster in a truck. You get it? So he's it's it, it's essentially like the E.T. prototype plot of like boy meets monster, boy and monster start getting along, boy runs from government agents, uh, many people trying to get monster, uh, dad is not there, etc., etc. Hilarity 
ensues. That's essentially it. We did it. Walkie-talkies or shotguns. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that would be great, though. I don't I, I Permanently in prison, I, I think Brendan may have uh, exaggerated that point a bit because the, the creature, or Creech, as he's known, oh, yeah. does actually does get out and go swimming at one point of his own volition. Like, he's not stuck in the truck. Much to That'd Tripp's cool. chagrin. Much to his chagrin, because he is not happy that he escaped his truck prison. I only say this because the end of the the end of the movie, and I know I'm jumping way ahead, but the end of the movie seals it when he tells Creech, "You were a good truck." Not <laughs> thanks for being my friend. You and were a saving good truck. my life right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it comes up earlier too when um, I don't even remember the girl's name, Jane Jane, Jane Levy. Levy. <laughs> I don't remember her <laughs> character's name. Nope. But she says, oh, it's like a wheelchair for him. And he's mm. like, no, it's like he's an engine for my truck. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's totally like, I mean, I know he's not human, but he's like totally dehumanized. He literally just sees him as, as, as a truck. As <laughs> he's no object. different to him than a brake pad. By the way, how how great would it have been to do a crossover with this movie and the Fast and the Furious movies if they had a bunch I, of like fucking monster trucks like this kind? I just feel like that that's something that could have happened had this performed better at the box office. What are you talking about? This didn't make a bunch of money. This one hundred and twenty five million dollar budgeted January release didn't make bank. What was it like sixty three million it made or something like that? Worldwide, yeah, <laughs> did not do very well. Uh, so much so that I think uh, when this episode comes out, people are like, "That's a movie," <laughs> but yeah. it is. Um. So yeah, let's let's talk about this movie a little bit. We we don't have to go in order. That's not what we do anymore. But uh, first thing I'm gonna say: the whole world is chaos. <laughs> the whole world is chaos. Nothing makes sense anymore. Um, Cats live with dogs. <laughs> mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. So, okay, how many how many um, movies? I, like, I I was trying to think of some, and maybe there are, and I'm just not thinking, racking my brain. But how many movie? How many successful movies are, are have their title as like a play on words, like a, like a, not a pun, but you know, like monster trucks. I guess it's kind of sort of a pun, but like I was trying That's to think. Because- monsters in trucks yeah so yeah. i mean but i was trying to think i was like i feel like that doesn't have a great success rate and i also don't feel like if it's one of those movies where if you don't see the poster you're like the title of the movie is monster trucks like okay so it's it's kind of funny because when i watched it this week uh patty was asking you know do you gotta watch movies this week for the show and i'm like yeah and uh well she, and she came home last night she goes well what one did you have to watch tonight I said, I always seen it before. It was monster trucks. She goes, oh, monster trucks are fun. I'm like, no, no. See, they're monsters that are in the trucks. Remember the guy finds the alien and becomes, he uses it as an engine. She goes, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Which not a was title the amount of enthusiasm out. this movie was greeted with at the box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told a friend. I was like, yeah, I'm doing another episode of my friend's podcast. And I was like, where we watch bad movies. And she was like, what movie are you watching? And I said, Monster Trucks. And she had never heard of it. And then I explained to her briefly what it was. And she was just like, blankly, like, not a million years. Was that what I thought you were going to say this movie was about? (laughs) I was kind of hoping you were going to say. And she said, 
but you said you watch bad movies. <laughs> oh, well, boy. Well, I mean, we can get into that. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, <laughs> I thought, yeah, and I thought you were going to say she she just reacted by saying, that's, that's not a real movie. <laughs> I mean... I mean, the words you're saying would, like in that order, make complete <laughs> sentences. But what you are saying is lunacy. <laughs> yeah. None of that is making any sense in my ears. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, we've established not a great title. Um, can we also establish this was my biggest problem in a movie about a monster that lives in a truck prison that drives around. Um, Lucas Till in this movie looks to be much older than everyone else every other child when he is on the school bus in one of the opening scenes it's only a scene and i know i mentioned this so many times to so many people we mentioned, it happens i was for gonna like, say you have been mentioning this like literally since we saw this movie in 2017 we didn't see it together brendan and no. i worked together at the time at a movie theater <laughs> so i was i also just realized that i did not contribute to the box office because obviously oh, i got him for free i didn't either sorry got it on but, the rental market so but um <laughs> you have been bringing this up literally since the first time you saw it like i think that was the first thing you said to me was how old he looked on the school bus yes it's like a it's like a six second shot but like he's on the, you just see him on the school bus and of course this guy drives by in, in his like fancy ass truck with samara weaving hello yeah. early movie okay. appearance yeah do to me. either of those people get names Samara Weaving. Yeah. No, she, right? No, they don't. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, the the boyfriend that's with her, he does a little bit of trash talking, and we can see he's a you know one of those movie tropey jock boyfriends who's more interested in his truck and video games than her. You know, so much to the point that later in the movie, when they actually steal or quote unquote repossess his truck, she sees it and she's like, "Hi, how's it going?" And just lets them take off with his big green truck that he's always, you know, riding around and, and revving up and stuff like that. Yeah, no, they don't get names. I don't think I, he's just supposed to be like a bully, I guess. And she's just with them. And they set it up like they're kind of it, they set it up almost <laughs> like she's later going to be going to see the error of the bully's ways to be right? him. And then but then he's going to be like, but no, I'm actually I'm definitely into Jane Levy. But then she just yeah. they just disappear at some point. But. Well, no, that they they show up periodically throughout. Yeah, like, but I mean, they don't end them, up being important, really. Right, exactly. And they even, like you said, they even set him up to be like uh, this bully type, uh, which his bullying kind of just amounts to him doing a tear, like, oh, poor baby's taking the bus thing. Yeah. And then later he talks a bit of smack at the gas station. And that's it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like get into a fight with him or anything. No, and at the end, again, jumping forward to the end, there's like yeah, a montage as Lucas Till and Jane Levy are driving out of town, and you see Samira weaving and the bully in her car together. So, I mean, she didn't, like, she didn't even, like, break up with him. No. <laughs> like, no, she still just... like, knows that she's dating an asshole. It's just different now because she's the one driving, I guess. Yeah. I actually wait. noted both times, like, the last two times we see her, why doesn't she just leave him? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing but pain and misery on her face every time we see her with him why doesn't what? she just walk away i feel Leave. like i feel Wake like up. something i feel like something was cut 
because they're look that story didn't have a finish like it like it finished like it didn't have a finale. I feel like that was the plan. I feel like the plan was that she was like, "You're a real asshole," and then Trip's like, "You're cool, but I'm into Jane Levy now." But they didn't go there. Anyway, I gotta get back to this. He's on the fucking bus, and he looks to be I'm sorry compared to everyone else, he looks like a 25 year old man, and everyone else is like 10. And it is the weirdest visual of this fully adult man on a school bus with a bunch of small children. And I, the first time I saw it, I laughed so hard. I laughed for like a solid minute. <laughs> My only theory about that is that the the township that they live in is so small that the, the school that's there is like a magnate school. So like all the kids in town go to that school. So that's why he's on the bus. Plus, as you alluded to earlier, he's pretty book dumb insofar as like, you know, uh, biology and stuff. So maybe he's been held back a couple of years and he's actually like 20 years he's old. Been, I was going to say he's been held back 10 years, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that when I was in high school, there was a dude in one of my French classes who was legitimately 20 years old. So yeah, it could happen. I mean, I think it's just it just points out the casting weirdness <laughs> like if they hadn't i would have maybe i would have just like blindly bought into it if they hadn't had that one little shot and i was like okay now it's plainly obvious that he does he is not the correct age yeah i mean like on one hand he was 26 when they made the movie and so, so is Jane Jane Levy. 25 yeah exactly. but like at the, but also on top of that he looks like a particularly older 26 year old like <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hard 26 years. Yeah, it's years been a hard 26 years. To be a, you, you know, you a tall, Tim- blonde-haired, blue-eyed fella. Like, you could put Timothy Chalamet in there, and he would look the right age. Can you imagine Timothy Chalamet in a truck movie where he is supposed to be a gearhead? Oh, my yeah. God. That but he would, would that, look the right age. He would look 16. This movie would have made... 20 times the box office it made if that were the case because everybody would just show up to go oh my god can you this is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen <laughs> but also in 27, 2016 they'd be like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> fair well I don't know I don't know did call me by your name had that come out already no okay so yeah they'd be like who the fuck is this guy this guy looks like he could play Wonka one day um <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I just I'm not gonna talk the whole episode about that bus scene. I want to, but uh, I mean, if you want if you want to draw comparisons to him, and not only just Samara Weaving, but there's also the the redhead kid who is like like yes. we're pals, ain't we, Chester? Ain't we, Chester? He's that like kind 13. Of kid? <laughs> exactly. That was the weirdest thing too. I'm like, wait, that's his best friend? Is he like? Not, is- no, he is. He, that kid is like. Uh, he he's like. I want to be his best friend. Mm. You know, that's that's the vibe that's going on at the first of the movie they're that's not like, buddies that's like his friend's son <laughs> it's like yeah it's so weird because like in other high school movies like if you go to euphoria high school everyone looks 30 nobody and stands does a out ton of drugs yeah that's but why like, they all look 30 at, but at this school <laughs> everyone looks normal except for lucas till <laughs> Well, and you know, coming this... from a broken family with divorced parents will do that to you. You have to live in North Dakota, which was actually really Chilliwack and Surrey, BC. What? No, it was Kamloops. I think it was Kamloops. He also, like, Lucas still has this expression that he does, like, throughout the movie, where, like, I don't think he's, like, necessarily, um, 
like a terrible actor or anything, but he does this blank expression every now and then. And I'm just, there's nothing. There's like zero behind the eyes. And it, which is weird because on MacGyver, he's a, he's a, he's a rather smart and put together chap. Oh, there's a new MacGyver. I was like, well, there was a new MacGyver. It's not on anymore, but it was like, wait, he was, it was on while this was on. I was going to say, was he, is he actually 55? (laughs) (laughs) But like, um, what's also really weird, and like, what makes him look even older is the fact that his character is so immature at times. So there's a scene yes. where he gets in the truck, mm-hmm. and I know you know what scene it is when he like, I'm like, I mean, I get it, people having fun, but it's very weird to watch an obviously 26 year old man sitting in his truck being like, Yeah, we can we can outrun that volcano, Mr. President. It's like. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for it. And I like this movie, but I'm embarrassed for him in that moment. It was, Yeah, it was my my asshole went back into my body during that scene. <laughs> when uh, uh, his, uh, you know, the, the kid who wants to be best pals with them, he does the exact same thing later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Trip almost catches him doing it. And I'm like, you know, even if he caught him, I don't think he would have said anything because, you know what? He's a 45 year old man who does exactly the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, Trip. Uh, maybe maybe Trip was just visiting his son at that school. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but okay, so when you got you gotta have your lead uh, to, to continue on with this. Uh, us not talking about Creech yet. Um, you have your lead. You gotta have your romantic lead. And Jane Levy in this movie is maybe the thirstiest character <laughs> in a while. She shows up and like. She's obviously like so. She's already his tutor before the movie starts, right? Like she's, she already knows she's him. She's been matched, to, assigned yeah. to him, yeah. Yeah, They've but throughout the course of the movie, she shows up unannounced and is like guilt tripping him into driving her home because she's like, "I walked here. It was pretty creepy. You'd be pretty shitty if you didn't give me a drive home. What if something happened to me?" And I'm like, "Girl, chill." She also like at some point in a pivotal moment in the movie. And I have to, I, I, maybe I'm crazy and I missed something, but she's like, when his, when Creech gets away and the car is gone, she takes out her phone. She's like, I have an app that can track your phone. I'm like, like wait, wait, what? Okay. I had questions <laughs> about that. Cause I like, obviously find my iPhone exists, but like people have like <laughs> given me that permission right, to track their iPhones. I don't like, wh- how did she set this up in the night? In the night, I assume. Yeah, there's nothing to there's no scene or line or anything to suggest that other than her just saying, I have an app for that. And I thousand percent trips password to everything is password one, two, three exclamation point. (laughs) Wow, you're giving them a lot of credit with the exclamation point. Well, you have to. It's you're forced to. It's special character. Yeah, that's right. Capital P password, because I like to say (laughs) password one, two, three exclamation point. I, th- I figured she was just going to go to her home screen. It was just going to be a, like a like a collage of his face like, <laughs> like all over her phone. Because she comes across like the, the character comes across like a stalker. It was so strange. She's def- yeah. she's like obsessed with him in a way that like I don't get. She's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I like you. There's no one else in this town like you. That's, There's no that's... one else in our school like you. And I was like, ma'am, there is one of him in every gas station in like the Midwest. Like he is not special. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's cute about? to buy her beer because he's clearly in his forties. <laughs> because he's an adult. She's like, everyone else in our school looks so young. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, she, um, it's just, she, it's so bizarre. And then she goes from like, it's like the character, they don't know whether she should be hoity toity or like, or like going along for the ride. She kind of goes back and forth. And okay, also, let's, let's talk about that then. Her, her yeah. being like a rich kid. Is she supposed she, to be a rich kid? Yeah, okay. She has, has to a big be. garage. Exactly. And yeah. okay, so this is with horses. Right. And she why did they bring Creech there? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Sorry. Before even that, she says, "Yeah, you can put it in here. My dad hardly ever comes out here. You have horses that need to be fed. You have livestock. Why is he barely coming to the goddamn barn?" Also, does she just have like that one horse? Like, is there anything else? <laughs> Isn't that like a full ass barn or farm or something? Where are the other animals? I that's a that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I they mean, also go to but I mean, it could cabin, be a, which her it, father it, also doesn't use. <laughs> right. So I mean, it could just be uh, it could just be the one horse. Like, you just like I'll convert that barn into a garage and we'll leave one of the stables there so that uh, 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 Mistress Levy can have her horse. <laughs> Mistress Levy, yes. Although she does say that she needs scholarships because otherwise she can't afford to go to school. Which is Not baffling. Looks that fucking place. <laughs> like, sell the hunting cabin that you apparently don't right? ever go to. Just on the lakefront property. He's out spending all his money on cocaine and whores, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's how he afforded the garage. Um, but well, he's better watch out because he's going to get caught by Sheriff Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper does indeed play uh, Trip's stepdad. Well, the that's... guy that's dating his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 the he's the Brad in the situation. By the way, this movie's biggest sin is that they introduce Amy fucking Ryan as his mother, and then she doesn't do anything, do anything? for the rest of the movie. Like, no, come she on. goes to work, and then that's it. Yeah, she goes. She literally like shows up, says, "Trip, come on, be nice to Barry Peppa," and then says, "Like, okay, my planet needs me. Bye." <laughs> Just <laughs> takes off. Um, but okay, but it, listen, this movie's called Monster Trucks. We haven't said word one about Creech. Creech. So far, it sounds like we're just describing like a regular like teen drama about like trying to get out and like trying to afford to go to school. But what and, if like, we threw in aliens? Well, he's not an alien. He's from Earth. Yeah. That doesn't matter to Ishiro and Takahashi. <laughs> Nathan, you're just saying that because he doesn't look like you or me. <laughs> Everyone's an alien to you. <laughs> um. So, yeah, not an alien. Not an alien. Uh, but he is a... I don't know. He's not a, he's not a cute monster. Does anybody think he's a cute monster? Because I think he's supposed to be. I didn't really... I don't know, in a cave salamander kind of way? Yeah, I don't know. He had moments, I guess, where I thought, like, I don't know, maybe the CGI wasn't good enough. Though. When he roars, <laughs> though, he is a fucking, he's the stuff of nightmares because yeah. he's got, like, lamprey eel teeth. Yeah. Oof, that was, terrifying. That was alarming. When those, when all those teeth came out, I was like, this, this just, a, a, a tiny little shift, and this is a horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was really hoping uh, that he was going to bite the, like the big baddie's face off at one point. Iron well, he claw. couldn't because Fritz von Eric was punching it in the face. <laughs> I, yeah, I there was, I, yeah, he used the iron claw on him. He's the yeah, he is the iron claw. He plays the titular iron claw. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild though, having just seen the iron claw like just last year, at the end of last year, and then seeing him show up in this movie, I was like, oh, oh no. I forgot he was in it. 
I totally forgot about Oh, yeah, I didn't know he was in monster trucks at all. But then you know when he showed up and I was like, oh, shit, that's that's the Iron Claw. There's someone else in this movie that I want to talk about briefly. Danny Glover? No, but we can also talk about <laughs> because okay. I also have questions about why Danny Glover is in this movie. I want to talk about the fact that Rob Lowe and only Rob Lowe is doing a Southern accent in this movie. He's supposed to be Texan. Right. He sounds so ridiculous. It adds nothing. I wonder if he saw uh, Lone Ranger and was like, if Barry Pepper can do it, so could I. That's what he was in, right? Was that the one where he had Barry Pepper had a Southern accent? Well, I mean, it's not the only movie, but I mean, that's the the most egregious one. one. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing like, he's he ever done. <laughs> that's yeah. where the whole Barry Pepper thing uh, came from. Jerrica, you know that it's not true because Battlefield Earth er, er, exists. I'm I sorry, know. I have to tell and you. And I, I, I will tell you, I used to have such a crush on Barry Pepper in like the Battlefield Earth era. Wait, just from that movie? No, when he <laughs> he did an HBO movie about um, Roger Maris. Okay. And it's a baseball movie, but yeah, Barry Pepper in like 2000 was such a smoke show to me. That was more of a Travolta Battlefield Earth stand. <laughs> we all make our we all make our choices. For me. We all make our choices. <laughs> Nathan was like Kelly Preston had a cameo in that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, yeah, so Battlefield Earth, but it's the Rift Tracks version. That's the only one. That's the only the one only, you want. Only one you want. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That is a long, terrible movie. Um, and yeah, it so will give you motion sickness because it's all Dutch angles. Well, that's that's to keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that that'll probably pop up at some point on the show. Uh, so yeah, there's so many other people in this movie. Like people in this movie. Like Thomas Lennon is in this movie. Uh, he has actually he hardly has, riffing at all. D- hardly riffing. Like you, you, you think about when we, he was in uh, Welcome to Pottersville. I don't want to. It, it, he was there was so much like linearama stuff that they like, let him Bones. do. They gave him some like some free run with the you know with the the lines. I think he got hardly anything to do like that in this movie. Like this was very much read what we wrote for you, please. All his lines were just describing the situation, I think. I don't think it was really like a fun. The only funny moment he really gets is when he's in the truck and he it lands and then he just goes like. Bleh. I would <laughs> say he vomited and it was so gross. <laughs> the vomit moment is actually probably my biggest laugh in the movie. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, Thomas Lennon, of course, he's in this movie. He's the one that he's a scientist that grows a heart of gold by the end of it. Um, we, we mentioned Rob Lowe doing his like ridiculous Southern drawl. The head but, of a Texas oil company. Right. right. And then we got Danny Glover, who again, pops up in the first, like one of the first scenes and then like two other times. And I don't understand the, that character's purpose. I don't. Okay. I also don't understand. Like Danny Glover's not in a wheelchair in real life, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Why is his character, like, I'm not saying, like, obviously there can't be, like, wheelchair representation in film, but I'm saying, why Mm -hmm. is Danny Glover playing a man in a wheelchair? My thought or theory on this is because when I read the Wikipedia article on this, this was intended to be a franchise. (laughs) Okay. And so is the next one monster wheelchairs. The only <laughs> thing I could think of is that possibly if this had become a successful franchise, that character might have had an arc 
where he would have, you know, maybe had his spine or nerves repaired so he'd be able to walk again. So they would need somebody who would be able to walk in a later installment. That's the only thing that I can think of. Anything else is why didn't you just hire a dude in a wheelchair? Yeah. Actor? Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's like, oh, hey, it's Danny Glover. Um, That's that's what he's doing in this movie. Oh, OK, cool, I guess. Yeah, he just he doesn't even like I, I like to think of it as like it's Murtaugh years after the Lethal Weapon franchise. <laughs> this is what he's doing now. He was legitimately too old for that shit. So he was too old. For that. Now he just runs a scrapyard. He sees a monster and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I thought Mel Gibson was gross. Also, what's with his uh, his scrapyard uh, not having any surveillance in 2017? <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to get in there. And and nothing is like when when uh, Trip calls the cops to say, "Hey, this monster just appeared at the scrapyard." And he's not there when the cops get there. They just don't believe him. Like, why aren't they just, why aren't they checking like surveillance? There, there should be surveillance. This is, a, this is a scrapyard with all kinds of car parts that are worth thousands upon thousands. This is Danny Glover's livelihood. Why does he not have any security whatsoever? Uh, well, Danny Glover run, uh, runs his business based on the honor system. Uh, <laughs> you know, take a car part, leave a car part. All right. That we're going to, we're going to, we're going to just. Because we're we we've we haven't said how we got there. The oil company run by Yosemite Sam Rob Lowe yes is drilling for oil in North Dakota, which is actually British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And they and run into Nick they, Fury, who's jackhammering away in Alaska. No, nope. drill down so deeply yeah. that they find water, new like a water table, and they're like. Oh, well, we have to check to make sure there's life or, you know, anything like that. And uh, Thomas Lennon, this isn't the first of the movie, so he's, you know, he's just completely a company man. Says it's it's down too deep, full of nitrogen, can't support life. And then they see a blinking eye and there's bioluminescence. And three of the creatures escape. Okay? Creech. And then what we come to find out later is his parents escape from, you know, this... uh, I don't know, this underground lake ocean system that they live in. That's how Creech gets into North Dakota. That's why Rob Lowe is chasing uh, Lucas Till and and Thomas Lennon is is lying for him the entire time. And uh, the the squinty guy who played the Iron Claw uh, is is trying to kill everybody, kill like legit, like with no dis- no regard whatsoever for what's going on around him when he tries to vehicularly murder people. Oh yeah. He almost runs Barapapa off the fucking top of a cliff. He does. Yeah. He pushes him right point, over the side. Yeah. And at one point, like Lucas still like falls out of his truck and he's like, all, also almost dies like multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the iron claw is like, fuck it. I don't care who I kill. Uh, yeah. He's in like That's a very a different movie. Like he's, <laughs> yes. He's in like a hard R, like <laughs> Scorsese film. He's 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 like a Joe Don Baker character. He's just like I've come here to murder everyone in my path. I thought he was like a like um like a hired gun for like government agents. I guess he kind of was, right? Yeah, I guess so. Well, he was a, he was a hired gun for the oil company. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very strange. And one point he says like to the sheriff, like elections coming up, sheriff, and I'm like. Are you going to rig the voting too? Like what That's essentially what he's getting at. 
Because yeah. he says that the company he works for employs just about everybody in this little town, including you. <laughs> Doesn't, but is basically essentially saying that, you know, if you go against us, we'll do everything in our enormous amount of power to make sure that you're not the sheriff come, you know, election time. Got to say, though, when Barry Pepper gets that giant whatever that is, that truck thing that he starts driving, he <laughs> easily could have killed everyone in his path because he doesn't yes. even look to see where where they're going. He's just like, here I come, Barry Pepper. Well, in, in fairness, he they, says his all name a lot. Did, they all did try to kill his uh, hopefully soon to be stepson. <laughs> True. We never see that wedding finale that we all demanded. Maybe Deserved. that was the sequel. Maybe sequel. Was the sequel. Exactly. See, it's supposed to be a franchise. Yeah. The sequel had nothing to do with Creech. It was just Amy Ryan and Barry Pepper getting married. <laughs> Tank the franchise completely. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a take on my big fat Greek wedding, but just with the <laughs> Creech just shows up at the wedding. It's a cameo. It's like a Joey Fatone moment. <laughs> Waves. Oh, they would definitely get married like on the um the lake shore. <laughs> and then you would like look out and there would be all the little creatures. For a second I thought you were gonna say they would definitely get Joey Fatone. <laughs> so I was like, I hope so. I hope he's not a hard guy to get in a movie. Mm, Fatone wants to play ball, but he's asking for a lot. <laughs> he's Joseph Fatone, guys. Um I got a major question here because so he's got so essentially in the movie he gets Creech to be his engine as we said mm -hmm. you were a good truck <laughs> you were my engine and he puts him in his truck and so whatever he's when the little flaps open Creech can look forward and he's pushing the truck forward and steering and ste well he's steering I think well no he tells Creech that he has to remind him that He's the one who steers, but there's several times that Creech takes over and does the steering. Oh, yeah. Like when he gets all jacked up on diesel. <laughs> when he gets when he gets super like coked up, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But would you would you not, if you were driving up alongside this truck, could you not see that there was something amiss here? <laughs> like, I think you could, because you could see his tentacles around the wheels. You could see his, if you were, if you looked in your fucking rearview mirror, you would see his face in the grill, like where, where the grill is. Like, you, how are people not seeing this thing? The grill I can explain away. That's just customization stuff that, you know, truck dicks do. But, the uh, truck dick, by the, the way, sounds like a, a private detective who owns a truck. The real simple premise. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but the uh, you're you make a great point about the you know creatures tentacles because not only can you see them in the wheel wells of the truck, you can also see them also kind of dangling uh, as the truck goes by, like it's da he's dangling from the undercarriage. Yeah, like I think it's so plainly obvious that it's a sort of that there's a monster in his truck whoa yeah exactly like how does iron claw not drive by that and be like oh shit well he's right there found how him glad were you that they didn't say actually monster trucks once how like your ribs are fine eh my ribs are very thankful i was Mariah. really i was expecting to say it at least once mariah was like sanding her elbow getting ready <laughs> getting ready and, uh, yeah, I was like, you probably shouldn't sand it. I think the skin's coming off. And she's like, it's worth it. <laughs> Making the bone all pointy. I'm like, I don't think that's what it's doing, dear. 
<sighs> Actually, in a movie called Monster Trucks, we get we get very little uh, like terrestrial monster trucks. There's like a like Creech watches a, a bunch of YouTube videos, I guess, on a loop while he's in the well. Fucking trip is working on him at uh, at the barn, and then that's when he gets the next day. He gets all jacked up on diesel because he normally their their species uh, eats oil. Like crude most ex- oil. Most expensive pet to own. Get to <laughs> right? feed it fucking oil? <laughs> well, like, what does your monster oil. eat? Oh, so, I mean, gold? 50 bucks a barrel. I mean, but still, $390 worth of diesel they feed him, and yeah. he gets all just jacked up like a little kid on pixie sticks and just proceeds to wreck downtown New Westminster. I mean, that little Tamlet in North Dakota. Yeah, they're in the States, Nathan. Come on. Right. That actually that the car dealership that gets wrecked. I used to work like half a block down from that. And it was it's uh, used a lot for uh, film shooting because the actual car dealership closed at one point and they were just using it for shooting. So uh, about a half a block away from where they're fixing up the trucks, you know, where we first, you know, find out that there's a creature loose in town eating the the oil out of cars, but a half a block away from that is a warehouse full of pornography with a storefront. Oh, well, why didn't they go yeah. there? That would have been a funny scene. It would have been Cre- interesting. I mean, Lucas still wouldn't he wouldn't have got ID'd. He wouldn't have asked him for his, his card or anything. Exactly. They would have been like, "You're you're too old to be here. You're clearly <laughs> old enough to be here, sir." Jerrica, tell me you wouldn't love to see a scene of like Creech going in and just looking at the magazines, and then he does like an expression to camera. <laughs> I mean, is he wearing like? I'm imagining he's like wearing like a trench coat and a hat to pretend that he's a human. Yeah. And and dark glasses. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, and I we get a. <laughs> and then James Brown starts playing. Actually, given the mugging that the creature does to or Creech does to in this movie, he probably would go and then, you know, wiggle the eyebrows. Yeah, they hired a real ham for this role, for sure. (laughs) Like a legitimate ham. They just painted it gray. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Um, But these special effects are pretty good, guys. So we don't really need to get into that. Um, (laughs) I mean, I guess they're not as I, I was when I was turning this movie on, I was like, did like did. Had you guys seen this before? Did you just watch this for the first time, Nathan? No, I'd seen it before. I'd seen it actually. What like I said, like I got it on the on the rental. I've got kids, man. This is definitely like this is a prime kids type movie, and uh, I think the girls would have been about hmm, probably eleven and nine when you know when this movie came out. So yeah, they they they'd seen it before and uh, had a great time with it. Yeah, I like it. Doesn't look. I've definitely seen movies that look worse. Yes. However, when I did hit play, it also looked worse than I remembered, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think at the time I was like, eh, whatever. And now I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I do appreciate that you can like tell that like his parent, parent creatures are like a little older. They've got like wrinkly faces. Like they've got some personality. I would have loved if one of them just had like glasses, like reading glasses. He's got a little like night light. He's got a book in his hand. <laughs> I get those vibes, yeah. Those little tanks that they were living in, like Thomas Lennon just lifts up the 
lid and he's just got like his little readers on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, would have been great if only. Okay, cloud saving from an from an iPhone or from an Android device. How long has that been a thing? That's I gotta say that's probably been what 2014-ish. Yeah, for sure. I I was absolutely blown away that the only plan they had to prevent all of this from getting out was just. I'm going to delete, gonna delete the, the, the pictures off phone. Like you've, sent, you've sent the Terminator after him yeah. to essentially threaten his life multiple times. And then when you finally get him, the only thing you do is just delete, delete. Like, did you even clear the trash? Like, That's well, I don't can just go in there right, exactly. He, hey, you know what? He runs, a, he, run, he runs a multinational oil company. He's not a tech genius. <laughs> I like I laughed so hard. I wrote that down too because like yeah, Rob Lowe grabs like Lucas Tell's phone. And he's like, and are these the only photos? And delete, gone forever. And I'm like, uh, you didn't even empty the recycling bin, dude. <laughs> like, you don't even. Yeah. And you don't know how the cloud works. No. Like how many? And like, do you think he didn't send that to people? <laughs> like, yeah. Like did did they also take like her phone? Because I assume that she has also taken pictures. Well, we she like did remember. Remember she took a photo of them together? Yeah, so, I mean, there is, like, so much tech evidence. See, I thought that that was her phone because he made mention of all the cat pictures that were... Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right, it is her But he took selfies, though. He did. He he held the phone up and took a selfie with Creech. It's true. So, I mean, we only saw him delete the pictures off one phone. (laughs) So we just have to assume that the other one is just, like, chock-a-block full of, like, selfies (laughs) with this monster. It would have been funny if there was like 10 minutes of Rob Lowe just being like, it's not, how do I, okay, hey, you, come here. How do you do the, is this the gallery? What do, what do I do? <laughs> it's like, no, no, you got it. It's deleted. You got it good. You, you're good. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> oh, man. Um, So they, they, they do, uh, they do have the kind of, um, uh, Trip's got like a, a shitty dad thing, but that doesn't even really la- like that factor in that much either. He just kind of turns on him. And and the crazy thing is, okay, so he goes and visit. His dad works for the company that yes. caused yeah. this disaster, and he's surprised that he's in town because he the dad left town. Right, he's back in town and didn't say, "Hey, son, I'm in town. You want to get together for a beer? Because you you know you're easily old enough to drink." <laughs> And he and he left Amy Ryan like, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? But he oh, goes got Barry Pepper. He goes to visit um his real dad, and he's in like one of those like trailers on the work site or whatever. And yep. you know they're clearly telling us like you know he's down in his luck, blah 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 blah. And then immediately, as soon as they exit the trailer, fucking Iron Claws there with his gang, and he sold them out to him, which is like that's one thing. But the fact that he sold them out to this crazy psycho. Like it's not. But just, he oh, works he for the company. Them. He sold them out to the company. There's if he's selling them out to see if he calls anybody at the head office. If he calls Rob Lowe or Rob Lowe's secretary or Thomas Lennon or Thomas Lennon's secretary, they're all gonna be like, yeah, the kid who's got the monster, he's at the work site. Sends the the Iron Claw to go get them, because he works. The Iron Claw works for the oil company. But they don't even have a scene of the dad being like, well, that was pretty shitty what I did. He just gets his home destroyed. <laughs> It's not even his home. It's like it's it's a work cubicle. Like it's yeah. it's one of those you know the they they bring them out to work sites so the place the foreman has a place to do paperwork. He trashes also, it, and apparently this was one of the good ones because it came with a spring loaded microwave door. <laughs> well, he, by the he, way, he, be, he's better. Making, 
I want to explain this. He, he's making a, a, like lunch when they get there. The all this ensues. They trash his place because they all you know get in their monster trucks eh? and tear off and destroy. And just at the very last second, you know, just like with the Flash, the microwave, which should not have electricity going to it at this point now, goes ding, and the door spring load pops open. At least Microwaves the baby don't work did, like that. At least the baby didn't pop out like the That's Flash. That's fair. Sorry to interrupt. What were you saying? I don't remember. Something about being <laughs> I was, better. I was just Go like ahead. shocked that like his dad doesn't even recognize him. Yeah. That <laughs> like was... when Trip shows up, his dad doesn't even recognize who he is. And then he sees Trip's truck and he's like, oh yeah, that's so fucking sweet. Is that yours? And I'm like, that is such an ugly truck. Like I know <laughs> I don't want to be on the team bully, but the bully's right. That truck does look like a piece of shit. <laughs> Jerica is like, no matter what it look like, it's what it can do. Jerica is like, hashtag team weaving. <laughs> well, and then and then his dad's like, oh, I mean the truck. I assume the girl is yours. That was and, weird. And, too. and, like, and my old son, the poonhound. Yeah. I know. I'm like, you're a grown man. This is kind of weird. But I mean, yeah. she's probably loving it. She's probably yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I am his. I am this his your son. woman. <laughs> And then, yeah, even like later on, I think uh, somebody somebody mentions like, uh, we're going to get his his girlfriend. And he's like, well, I don't know. And then she's like, mm. yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know. Is that what we are? And she's like, yes, because they've already <laughs> held hands by that point. Do they even kiss in this movie? I, I, don't, I don't think, think they so. do. I don't think we ever get a confirmation that they're going to be a couple other than them walking away together at the end. Right. Driving away together at the end. Driving away, yeah. Yeah, I guess not. Feels very, very like uh, I don't. I'm trying to think of the word for it, but it's. It, um... I think a kiss would have been fun, but this movie is definitely. Although Lucas Till is clearly in his sixties and <laughs> gets older every time. This movie, look, is he's it? on death's door. He's yeah, 95 exactly. years old. He's, he's got a trach ring, and he's <laughs> gross. <laughs> but. The movie itself is obviously geared towards, you know, kids who are like maybe just become teenagers, 13, 14, maybe a little younger. So you don't want to get you don't want to get too, you know, mushy because the boys will be like, ew, gross girls, because that's, you know, some of them are still like that. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? Right. You can't exactly have them make it have some big make out hot session. You know, because, you know, you know somebody's going to be dropping off their 10-year-old for a matinee so they can go to the mall food court and have 10 fucking minutes of quiet. Sorry, sorry, okay. that was, whoa. Um, didn't know where that came from. Um, just gonna... There is one moment, though, in this movie that is disgusting. Oh, okay. And I think they would need to address it. Okay, okay. yep. Bring it up. It's that little red-headed best friend of Lucas Just the Till. kid in general. The wannabe best friend. Get gross. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I love redheads. But they show his butt. Uh, they show his butt crack. And that's hilarious to kids. They show though. his butt crack and there's a and like Jane Levy like looks at it. And like, she's a grown woman. <laughs> and she like looks at it and then she looks at Lucas Till. Like to be like, are you seeing this kid's butt crack? And Lucas is like, <laughs> yeah, I am. And I'm just like, 
I mean, you're talking about like they can't show a kiss. They're making me as a grown woman look at this child's bum. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> the camera is like, check this out. Well, the butt crack joke is hilarious. That's, I'm just saying, you know. It's, it, but the weird acknowledgement of like, you checking this out? Yeah, but you <laughs> see what I'm seeing? It's supposed to be top. more like, oh, this fucking goober. It's just weird. It's weird because the the two leads are older. I yeah. Think, too. And like this is a child. Like you're talking about like, the talking age about difference. The, I'm not talking about the the age of the actual. I'm just talking about the situation in general. I get what they're going for, and it's funny because we're supposed to be suspending our disbelief that they're maybe a couple of years older than this kid. When in That's reality insane. they're at least a decade older. The optics of that. <laughs> I and just like can't the, the, get over how young they don't look compared to all the children in the movie. And the redheaded guy's like, oh, did you see that? Like, I got my hair cut like you. I hope no one thinks that we're brothers. <laughs> like that red, that kid, by the way, is a tragedy. He is a tragic character arc. He, he wants to be like, he's so like, wants to be friends with them so bad. And then they end up just basically using him for, to make their monster yeah. trucks at the end. Now, Samara does kind of guilt. It's like, you realize you're going to have to at least hang out with them some, a bit after this, right? And he's like, fat chance of that. <laughs> also, I will say um, my uh, co-host from uh, my other podcast uh, for Screen and Country, Jason, would or... take great, great offense to this portrayal of, of uh, redheads. <laughs> be I know. The truth very hurts. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I'm not. I'm not saying this. I love redheads. No, that was all Nathan. Yeah, doesn't mean, I'm not getting dragged into this. I don't need any discourse in my life. I love redheads. Ooh, man. We're going to kick off. I mean, off Jane Levy's you. also a redhead. It's true. It's true. This is after. The, the crazy part is, like, this is after Evil Dead. No, it's not. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so like two years before this, she was playing, like, a heroin addict who, like, <laughs> Gets sexually assaulted by like a tree and then like murders everyone and like cuts her arm off and then spoiler alert monster for truck. monster trucks uh yes. my kids have also well my oldest has seen that one too so the the evil dead remake yeah yeah it's pretty like, good oh i mean i like it it was great yeah. but it's just funny that like she did that yeah that's and wild then, like three years later did monster trucks <laughs> you gotta scrub the image up every once in a while yeah yeah um yeah exactly if you're in imagine like you're, you're not knowing her age just watching this movie it's like oh i guess she's like 19 you're like wait how old was she in evil dead then <laughs> <laughs> what did that come out three years ago that's wild i didn't even think about that 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 was before this jesus christ i also kept thinking like i also kept trying to figure it in my head if she was related to eugene and dan and i was like no her eyebrows are not the same she's not there's no relation no. to that family the moment, um, though, I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I just want to keep talking about Jane Levy. The Shut scene where the scene where she shows up to, so she shows up. She's trying to get him, like she's his tutor, but he refuses to read to or like acknowledge her in any way. So like she shows up at his work, and it's so Which funny. Which means he's blind, like blind as a goddamn bat. <laughs> it's just it's so funny because she shows up and then immediately says drive me home and then as soon as they get home she says my curfew's in two minutes and i was like bitch why did you not leave your house until 20 minutes beforehand then 
Like, <laughs> what did you think? She is go on lying here? to get a drive home with him. She... It's so funny though, because she's like, I could be abducted. And he's like, Who would abduct you? And she's like so offended that like he doesn't <laughs> think that she's worth kidnapping. You don't think I'm hot enough to assault? <laughs> like, Jesus. I'll have you know at least five guys have been datelined by me. <laughs> And if you want proof, just watch every Wednesday on ABC. Whatever. NBC. Was it NBC? NBC? I thought it was ABC Dateline. Okay. Shows what I know. They told me it was going to air on ABC. Uh, anyway. Uh, ABC um, is Nightline. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Too many lines. Um, so let's just talk about the, fina- the, the final moments of this movie. It's a big car... Cl- Car, car there's chase, of, truck chase. There's a couple of good char, car chases in this movie. I'm not going to take away from this movie with the uh, the truck chases. Those, if uh, uh, the the inner 14 year old uh, of me was absolutely, those were so much fun. In fact, during the final one, when things are really getting hectic, and uh, uh, you know they're 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 racing to try to get to to prevent the oil company from poisoning the ecosystem to kill all the creatures so they can keep drilling for oil. I actually wrote the note, go get some. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and, and of course, when, when Creech, you know, jumped through the window over the iron claws truck, I was like, bite his arm off, bite his arm off. I laughed so hard when uh, <laughs> he started punching Creech in the face. <laughs> like that was his only defense. I'm like, he's literally like almost a sponge. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so funny. Uh, but yeah, so there's, there's just a big, yeah, it's just a big car chase. And like, like we mentioned before, uh, Iron Claw almost kills Barry Pepper, tries to kill Barry Pepper, tries to kill Trip. Um, he doesn't get killed. He just gets like attacked by the creature. Rob Lowe gets arrested, to which I noted not for, uh, not for what he maybe thought he was going to get arrested for a few years ago but he gets arrested anyway um and then yeah the the uh, um that line you were a good truck it's kind of crazy like so i was gonna call him lucas like i'm on a first fucking name basis lucas jill now lucas and rob yeah um like his truck is like trip's truck is like dangling off the edge of the cliff into this lake and then he has this moment where like he looks at I almost called her Eugene Levy. Eugene, Eugene Levy. <laughs> this is not where he looks at Eugene Levy. And he kind of looks like he's just like accepted his death. Mm. Like it's right before he falls off the cliff and he kind of just looks at her and like she looks back and they like smile. But like, oh, yeah, we did it. We saved we saved it. Wasn't this so worth it? And then he like falls. I don't know. <laughs> hundreds of feet. Into a lake? I mean, and (laughs) he's supposed to have a five-point harness on, which actually disappears several times during that last truck (laughs) chase. Well, I know. I don't know anything about that. But I'm just saying, this, like, 93-year-old man is so willing to accept his death. It's really, like... He's lived a a good life. I mean, really, he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, seen, you know, friends and family die before he did. So that's, Mm. that's why he's... He's okay Is with it. Is this a green mile? <laughs> I was going to say, it's like a somber moment ripped from, like, how to blow up a pipeline or something. Like, this is not for monster trucks. This is for, like, a serious moment of reflection. Like, have we gone too far? I will say, for a movie that is, you know, geared, is geared towards that, like, 
you know, 10 to 14 age range. Uh, Is this a kid's movie? I was going to say, you keep saying that, but I saw this movie as a seven-year-old woman. That gets (laughs) really, really uh, heavy-handed and terrifying at points. Creech, I legitimately thought he was going to bite somebody in half during this movie. Should have. Also, I know we briefly touched on this, but like when they're driving through the city and they do all that damage in, in BC or I mean, uh, North Dakota, like you said, um, they, they're, they barely register. It barely registers with them. Like trip is just like, Oh, creech. And like, they've just they, destroyed a race over roofs. Yeah, and they destroyed, destroyed an entire car lot. Yeah. Twice. Like every Twice. truck at that Twice dealership is now broken. Because not only did they drive over it during the, that, you know, when he was all hepped up on diesel, before we even meet Creech, he'd done that because he ate all the oil out of the blocks out of all the cars in the car yeah. dealership. Yeah, they do. Can you imagine re- the insurance rates on that poor car dealership? <laughs> I know. And then the truck that they take, like, because they go to the redheaded kid's truck dealership is like hey do you have a truck that we can have and he was like yeah this is going to be my truck on my 16th birthday but you guys can have it now and they're like well sucks to suck redhead (laughs) exactly sorry this is ours now this is thomas lennon's truck now (laughs) i'm the captain now (laughs) actually i think uh i think scar uh samara weaving ends up uh or not um eugene levy Levy. yeah eugene levy ends up driving it (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway any final thoughts on monster trucks? Um, you know what? I, 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 it, it, it definitely cribs from, you know, those like that Amblin ET Mac and me type of movie. It quality wise, it, it, it leans definitely more towards the Mac and me, but you know, at its heart, it's, it, it's trying to be like, like E.T. or um, uh, Explorers is another one that I could think of. You know, we give kids, you know, off on high adventure with aliens and whatnot. Salo, a Serbian film, that kind of thing. Yeah. Off, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I, I think I personally think it gets it's it's, it's kind of gotten a, a bit of a bad rap. I mean, some of it's deserved, but I mean, considering who you're aiming it at, I think this movie is just, is just fine enough. I just think it's such a ludicrous movie. <laughs> and ludicrous is not even in it. Um, okay, let's move. Let's uh, ready to move on. Ready to to, to give our uh, our final opinions here. Uh, uh, Jerrica, of course, as our guest, I'll I'll start with you. Uh, is this movie? And I, I don't even know why I'm asking you this, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Is this movie worth a watch? A drunk watch with friends? Would you attempt head trauma to forget it or avoid like the plague? This movie is worth a watch, and I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, you knew. I knew. We all knew. I I'm pretty sure. So, like I said, I saw this movie in cinemas. I'm pretty sure I saw it twice in cinemas. I will say, when I watched it the first time to rewatch it for this, so I watched it twice to like mm-hmm. watch. I did. Take I did it all in. I did really like it again the first time that I rewatched it. I will say, when I watched it the second time for this, I was kind of a little like. Oh, maybe this isn't like. I think it lost me then, maybe a little bit. But and what, I think what about the what about the third and fourth time? 
If anybody's looking for this film, I had to watch it on Argentinian Netflix. <laughs> VPN. VPN. If anybody's looking for looking for this movie, I think it's worth a watch. I think it's fun, but I also like I like Jane Levy a lot. Like I she was in a great show called Suburgatory that happened before this. Like I like Jane Levy. Yeah, she's good. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw this first in 2017, it was because I thought Lucas still was a babe. And then, but then when you saw it, you were like, he's far too old for me. <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth a watch. I think that's a really surprisingly good cast for yeah, what it is. Like, I really, think the cast is strong. That they arguably don't really do much with, though, for the most part. No, I mean, like you said, Amy Ryan is in the first scene. Danny Glover, Roblo, really, like, <laughs> not a lot. Okay, worth a watch. Nathan, what say you, sir? Well, I am of two minds with this movie. Now, as a dad, I would definitely say this is this is worth a watch with your kids. It's a lot of fun. They're they're cute. The creatures are interesting. Uh, you know, you've got the whole environmental message that it's it's just a lot of uh, ET fun going on. It despite the fact that Brendan says they're not aliens, I don't think they, they look different than me, so they're aliens. <laughs> but I mean jaded cynical me would be like just avoid it's it's just ridiculous go you know watch a, another thing well i might not say avoid like the play maybe a, a attempt head trauma to forget but mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna have to side with uh yeah i'm gonna have to side with the uh, with the dad side of me i think this this movie is actually is worth a watch it's it's i think it's a lot of fun uh i do remember how bad it got trashed when it came out and mm-hmm. i think Oh, I think just again a lot of it is because the the audience for this is just so narrow that um you know it's it's not one that would play to a hugely broad audience. Yeah, and I think um and I think being like a January release it just felt like well let's just shove this shit out to the cinemas. It's called Monster Trucks, get it? Um so I think that probably played into it a bit. And like an unreasonable amount of money was spent on the budget for this movie and it is not on screen um i i would say um i'm I'm not gonna go full tilt but i am gonna say this is a drunk watch uh this is uh, something that you can uh there's moments in it that are that are funny and the whole premise is just so insane and again we talked at length about the ages of the characters but it's true it's so noticeable and it's so jarring I was going to say, it is super jarring. Like, if you just put Lucas Till and Jane Levy beside each other, yeah. I think they could pass Sure. as maybe 20. As maybe 20, without without us seeing how old everyone else is. <laughs> but it it's is... the fact that they're stuck in high school with yeah. people who don't look old enough to be in high school. Why did they have to be in high school? They could have been in college. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um... Let's just think about that some more. <laughs> let's let's really debate that. Uh, no, we're gonna take a brief break, um, and uh, we will be right back. Delayed reaction. <laughs> what were they thinking? And we're back. Yes, yes, we are. 
It's now time for the low haiku here on NPR. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan, why don't you uh, just tell the people, uh, tell them what, what what I'm talking about. Well, uh, Brendan is talking about the part of the show where we get uh, a little poetic and we, we flex our, uh, our, our, our poetry skills, if you will, with 17 perfect syllables uh, to encapsulate the movie we've just been talking about for well over an hour. Yes, indeed. And, uh, of course, once again, as our guest, uh, Jericho, would you like to begin with your low haiku? Thank you. You're welcome. This movie is fun. Lucas Till was 26. You were a good truck. Very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Truer words were never spoken. (laughs) That's the epitaph for my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we need to make sure that happens. Don't let it go back on that. Uh, Nathan, would you like to read your haiku? Yes, um, and I would like to know that, everyone to know rather that uh, Jarek and I have not seen each other's works before my my haiku was read so this is not happened, even in the same time zone <laughs> this has happened a couple of times with you and i so i'm <clears throat> i'm very intrigued now it's just it's just the briefest of blink and you'll miss it but okay. here it is <clears throat> this movie is fun my opinion won't be changed Woo! get some let's go <clears throat> very good, very good. Okay, I'll finish it with, with my uh, little haiku here. <clears throat> Just think about it. Monster trucks, a play on words. It's the little things. Very good, very good. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate subtlety. Well, don't you know about the creature? Well, wait, they admit that. Don't work. <laughs> Everybody knows that the creature's at the beach. I don't know. Oh, actually, no, that does work because that happens oh. in the movie. So. There you go. That's that's, that's what would have made those Frankie Avalon beach movies interesting if they just threw the creature in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like eating people. <laughs> the big teeth. Although we didn't head. talk about like right before Creech escaped from the beach. Creature escaped from the beach. Lucas Till was crying all alone in the truck, and then Creech like comforted him and scared the shit out of him. <laughs> You're right. That was the that was the um, emotional uh, peak. Yeah, <laughs> because Lucas Till realizes that his dad fucking hates him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, and then I I did mention I did forget to mention too. Jane Levy says like, I'm sorry, we're going back to the movie, but just for a second because Jane Levy said. Um, He's like, man, me thinking my dad would be, turn out to be a good person. And she said, but that's what defines you. And I'm like, yeah. having a shitty dad? She's like, that's what makes you who you are. If it yeah. wasn't for him, you wouldn't be you. And I'm like, it's I like, don't know if I need that. Part. Yeah, like. That's what oh. defines me. <laughs> Your shitty dad. Your shitty dad a... from Field of Dreams. <laughs> Is that that was? Okay. Yeah, he was in Field of Dreams. Um, okay, I, I I promise you we're moving on, folks. We talked about this movie. We gave our opinions. Uh, but uh, you know we have a saying on the show that we like to that we like to tout. Remember that app, Tout? 
Um, yes. Nathan, <laughs> no. What the fuck are you talking about? I'll tell you. Wrestling I'll tell you. reference. Got it in. Get secured. <laughs> Nathan, what's that saying we like to tout on the app tout? That, uh, that, that saying that we tout upon tout is... Don't take a word for us! That is correct. That's what we say. We say don't take our word for it. Um, Nathan, I we know the critics weren't uh, super kind to this one. Uh, what, what, are, what are they saying about monster trucks? 32% out of 97 reviewers. So, so pretty much. I, disagree, I disagree with that. I mean, I know like objectively that's literally what the Rotten I know that's what the website says. Yeah, my favorite is when it's like Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 32%. Like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> okay, fine, 32%. But the audience, I mean, how many reviews are on here from Jerrica? It must be higher than 32%. Well, I think there's about 2,500 from Jerrica because the audience is sitting at about 51% of the 5,000 plus ratings. Okay, okay. But I mean, if you like this, Mm-hmm. Uh, you might also like shorts, just like and, the like no, the, the movie, not the clothing. Oh, okay, I mean, I mean, you probably did like the ones that Tommy Wiseau sent you, but uh, they're they're underwear, <laughs> shorts, <laughs> undershorts or shorts. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They they have a uh, they have a side cock pocket, by the way. I just want to point that out. Delightful. Uh, goosebumps with Jack I will, Black. I mean, I. I'm just going to say, as someone who likes monster trucks, I fucking love that Goosebumps movie, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, epic. Sure. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I do like that movie. And finally, Super Capers. The food? I don't, I get, I know, I don't think so. I think there's like, it's a kid's superhero movie. <laughs> I'll say, I don't see the relation to the super life of Walter Mitty. Also, the, no, I don't know. Also, the first four posters all have like the same design this, look. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the kid on shorts is the same kid on Super Capers. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. Um. Okay, cool. Well, let's, let's get into these uh, critic reviews here. Um. I'll start with, uh, Steve Davis of the Austin Chronicle, who is Jericho's uh, worst enemy because he did not like this film. Um, He gives it a one and a half out of five. At times, Monster Trucks faintly echoes E.T., but it has all the grace of a jacked up Ford F-150 with a four link suspension and tractor tires crushing a row of cars by steamrolling atop them. Partner. (laughs) Uh, Well, my first one, I think he might. It might be a little bit of nepotism in this review because it's from Damian Levy, oh, no. uh, Jamaica Gleaner, and uh, he writes, Monster Truck feels like it was tailor-made for boys under 10 everywhere. Boys like monsters, boys like trucks. At least that's what the thinking is for a studio executive. But it's a fresh, fresh rating, though. Oh, okay. Um, Sarah Mars said, Monster Trucks is exactly the kind of movie that should cost Studio Brass their jobs. Wow. Ouch. Holy moly, Sarah. Just because your sister Veronica went missing. 
Is that what happens? I don't know what happens in Veronica Mars. No, Veronica Mars is the investigator investigating oh. the missing person. Well, my version is different. Yeah, same vibe. <laughs> same vibe. Sorry, Kristen Bell. I've changed the plot. Um, okay, I'm just going to go with one more critic review here because uh, we want to get into the real meat and potatoes here. Um, this one is from Richard Krause of Richard Krause. Today, 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 the worst movie on four wheels, no adrenaline pumping action, monster trucks will sell you the whole seat to make it easy to take a nap. Zero out of five. Stole our bit. He did. He went back and went forward in time. <laughs> it was written in uh, 2021, though. I don't know why he decided four years later to write a review of monster trucks. Uh, this one mine is, comes from uh, Matthew Turner. Of sci-fi now. Turner classic and, movies, yeah. And he writes, Admittedly, it's a tough show, but if you can get past the ridiculous premise, then it's surprisingly entertaining. Three out of five. Because he's a <laughs> sci-fi nerd. Yes, of course. The nerd voice. I get it. Oh, I thought that that sounded like... Oh, my gosh. What is that person's name? <laughs> I don't know. From Mystery Men, the uh, superhero oh. who farts a lot. That's who that sounded the like. The spleen? Spleen. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman and Mystery Men. <laughs> so this is a fresh review from Nell Minow. Oh. She says, think Pokemon with wheels, fast and furious for kids, speed racer with a plot you can follow. Wow. And free willy for gearheads with a touch of Scooby-Doo. And she gave it a B. I, I take issue with Speed Racer. Was Speed Racer a complicated plot? I mean, it was an anime. So. I mean, I just think the idea of Free Willy for gearheads is like such a specific niche market. Wouldn't it be you see great? all the gearheads just wiping a tear away when Creech and his family make it to safety because he was a good truck. They should have had they should have had that same Free Willy jump moment, but with Creech like over in. <laughs> <laughs> the truck jumping over into the I water. I mean, I see the vision. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in my head. But I can also see these audience reviews. So we're going to move on and we're going to see what these crazy folks are saying. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, Luke R. And Luke that's, R. got to be my friend Luke Rediger. <laughs> yep. Just so I him. can mention him on the podcast and, tell, <laughs> and make him listen. <laughs> well, Luke says... Um, Used to like this, but I don't like it. Half a star. <laughs> Such a Luke thing to say. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> I don't know you, but I'm assuming it's a Luke thing to say because Nathan said it was. Uh, well, my first one comes from David B. And I can only assume that's David Borneas from Angel and the Crow Wicked Prayer. Yeah, his finest work. <laughs> Writes, lighthearted family entertainment. Three out of stars. All right, David. Thank you. This one is... Brevity. <laughs> this one is anonymous, which is probably a good idea considering <clears throat> the review. So it's young There's at no heart, way. young at heart type of movie, fun and great for the family, a nice change from all the sick psychosexual movies. <laughs> Four and a half stars out of five. <laughs> that took a turn sick psychosexual movie. part of that was him enjoying those movies i think um why wouldn't he why else would he do the alliteration exactly this one is also anonymous i feel like this one is from neil breen um this is a uh five-star review 
I loved this movie. I watch it every couple of months with my son. It's super cute. It's a silly make you feel good movie. I don't understand how so many people don't like this movie unless they went into it with unrealistic expectations. Ah. <laughs> uh. Every month, eh? Like every couple months, hey, it's time to watch Monster Trucks again. He's like, my son <laughs> loves it. He's like, fucking Monster Trucks again. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the kid's like, I'm 17 goddamn years old. <laughs> I'm almost as old as Lucas Till. <laughs> uh, well, my next one I think comes from us because it's from Brendan N. And I can only assume that's Brendan and Nathan. Yep. And they write, did the film fail? Yes. Was it that bad? No. Monster Trucks is not a bad film and deserves recognition by the audience it seeked. The central issue was the marketing and the high concept. Both of these failed to engage the viewers. This is an adaptation of a toy line that I played with when I was young, but it wasn't a major seller. Transformers was able to entice younger viewers with the robots. Monster Trucks has creatures that hide under vehicles. The film attempts the storyline that works thanks to Till in the lead role. The creatures are cute, and this could be one film that develops a following over the next few years. Wedge has a great history with fun concepts, like look at Light, look at Ice Age, for example. But he just couldn't mold a film out of the concept. Good fun film, but one that is unrewarding. 30-12-2018. Three out of stars, we gave it. Wow, watched it right at the end of the year. <laughs> I, I, well, Jerrica does her thing. I am looking up this toy line that he's talking about because it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay. This review is just amusing to me because it has like a funny story to it. It has, it makes me want to ask questions. Mm -hmm. My husband nitpicked the entire movie. However, my father in law said it was a great family film. However, the only reason we were even watching this movie was due to the idiots who caused the shortage of gas in the Austin area. I want to know more about this. P.S. I am writing this instead of watching the movie. Half a star out of five. I want to hear, I want to know more about the, the gas in the Austin area. The and do we think that Creech? Do we think that Creech ate all that gas in the Austin area? Yeah, think, this, this, yeah, that's that that's goes without saying. That she probably gave it half a star because it was like it was too soon. You know, that's really close to home. Okay, this one, uh, five stars. <clears throat> I don't care what critics say. This is such a super cute movie. My whole family, which consists of my husband, my two girls, 17 and 12, plus my two-year-old, enjoy watching it over and over. I get five stars. I like okay. how they just broke down the age of everyone in the family, just so you know where we're coming from. All right. So before I do get on, there, there was, I don't think, Maybe it was, but I, it's definitely not based on this movie. There was a Toys, and that's why it sounded vaguely familiar, that you could actually make you know, claws come out of the tires so it would climb over like rocks and stuff like that when you were a little kid. It was like an RC thing, I think. They were, you know, monster trucks, but I don't think it was this, this premise. So there we go. Okay. I digress. Cool. Uh, let's see here. 
Okay, this one comes, uh, it's just from Anonymous, short, but I think it proves my point. Mm-hmm. Alien type E.T. film, dash, 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 enjoyable. <laughs> Three and a half out of stars. C, C, aliens. Dash, dash, I dash, mean, dash. It's that's... very clearly not aliens. Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't yeah, know how to but... explain this to you. Alien. <laughs> it's just a new species that they found on Earth. Oh, but but Jerrica, they did, did have a pretty good defense there. He said, "Yeah, but aliens." Do you have a counter for that? <laughs> yeah, but not aliens. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but aliens. Oh, this is God. This is the rest of the episode. <laughs> we gotta move on, folks. Okay. Well, this review one star. Ugly America, complete garbage. <laughs> I don't. Was that meant to be posted here? I don't know. <laughs> Ugly America, complete garbage. Wow. Hot take. All right. Um, this will be my last one. Uh, this is, uh, again, nobody leaves their name. Uh, but this one simply says, poorly acted and still font like it. Two and a half stars. <laughs> I don't know font, what that means. Font like it. Okay. Still font like it. Got that monster trucks font, even though it's poorly acted, I guess. Born between two of these last ones. One is like a five-star review. Other is a half-star review. Mm. They're both. Follow your heart. Both amazing. I'm just going to. Combine them so it doesn't make. Neither one makes sense. Okay. All right. Then I'll do that. Just slap the guy from the MacGyver show in the film. Put in a half-assed idea that involves in an alien. Make the U.S. government look like the bad guys again. And Boom. We got a forgetful children's movie. Okay, when the U.S. government was not in any way, shape, or form involved, it was an oil company. Did and there weren't say... aliens in it either, so that's crazy. Yeah, but aliens. <laughs> Wait, can we just... Did he say forgetful? Forgetful movie? Yes, we As got it, like the movie forgot it's... to be a movie? Yeah. <laughs> the movie forgot how old Lucas Till looks. How could was, you forget? That, that was the half star but the counterpoint, just like my yeah, but aliens, is fuck yeah, monster trucks are life. I love my truck. I call her the big balls of death. Fuck yeah. I love my dog Greta. She is so cute. Five out of stars. Oh, you see why I was torn between the two? Yeah, I do see. I see the. I see your inner struggle. So this one is short and sweet. People really love cars. Three stars out of five. <laughs> they're not even... Co- oh my God. Right, they're aliens. Aliens in trucks. Fantastic reviews. Um, great job, everyone. We did it. We finally talked about fucking monster trucks. You know what I can't wait for? Then you bring me back to talk about it again. <laughs> yes, we're going to do it. It's going to be a, a just like that reviewer. We're going to talk about it every couple months. Just to see if we could peel back uh, the layers. We're gonna be like that podcast um, that watched like uh, was it? It's called the worst idea in the world, and they watched Grown Ups two every week for a year. <laughs> just every episode, of just watching it again, and you could slowly like as you go in further and further into the podcast, there you could tell their minds are like unraveling more and more. <laughs> They're picking up on like the dumbest shit. <laughs> 
So we're going to move on now. We're going to we're going to move on from monster trucks um, until, of course, you know, next week. We'll talk about it again. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, things that we like. Well, I mean, I guess we did talk about things that we like for some people. Uh, but we're going to talk about other things, other things that we like, I guess. It's the it's the dance craze sensation that's sweeping the nation. It's time for the what you watching, bud. What you watching, bud? I don't know what you're watching, bud. I'll tell you so. Do, 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 do. So, Jerrica, start with you. What, uh, what you watching, bud? So, I really want to recommend a movie that I saw a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't want to over. Monster Trucks. <laughs> called Monster Trucks. Actually, I have a copy of Monster Trucks too. It's just for me and Lucas Till. It's all pieced together from MacGyver footage. <laughs> And Bigfoot, you know, monster jams. Um, no, so um, a movie came out. It came out last year, but it was recently a wide release. And I use that word loosely because I don't think it actually got like a wide release. I think it came to Calm. Toronto, where I live. <laughs> and um, it's called Origin. And it's directed by Ava DuVernay, who people probably know as directing... Um, Selma and like when they see us and she did a documentary about the 13th amendment in the u.s um so she wrote and directed this and it stars ingenue ellis taylor who was recently in king richard um and it is based on the true story of an author named isabel wilkerson who um wrote a book about caste and like how um it's the idea of how like race isn't the only factor to bigotry. So she explores like race relations in the U S and caste systems in India. And she researched, um, the Holocaust. And I know that that sounds like, a, I know what that sounds like. It's hard to explain because it's a movie about a woman writing a book, which I know doesn't sound like immediately like the most go out and get them. So it also Popcorn stars, movie, yeah. yeah, it also stars John Bernthal, who people love, obviously, stars Nisi Nash, who just won an Emmy for Dahmer. Um, I'm not lying when I'm saying like, I had never heard of this movie until like two days before it came out. I watched the trailer on YouTube. I saw a lot of hateful comments on the trailer on YouTube. And then I thought, okay, I, ha I have to see this movie just to annoy the people that this movie noise and i'm not lying when i say it's genuinely one of the best movies i've seen in recent memory like it's fantastic the performances were amazing the story is very interesting it's really well done um i'm sad that it didn't get any award buzz it's like missed completely i think ingenue ellis taylor should be up for best actress um i thought it was absolutely fantastic and i just I saw it here in Toronto and there were maybe like 10 other people there <laughs> on a Friday night. So I just like want people to watch this movie and I think learn something. And I will say though, I cried from just about start to finish. It also like it talks about Trayvon Martin. Um, so it's really emotional. But um, when I left the theater, I had cried so hard that my eyes were like swollen. And I thought to myself, I will never want to watch this movie again, like Schindler's mm -hmm. List. Like, I'll never want to see that again. But then the next day, I was actually like, oh, my gosh, I actually can't wait to see that movie again. It was so good. So it's called Origin, and it's uh, a pretty new release. So hopefully it'll come out on streaming or Crave or something like that in the next few months. Cool. 
or I guess Crave is like HBO in the States, HBO yeah. Max probably, or just, sorry, just Max. Yeah, hopefully it comes out somewhere where people can see it. Ava DuVernay has talked about how she like likes the cinema. Obviously, she wants people to see movies in cinema, but she would rather people just see the movie. And if that is in the cinema, if that's on a plane, if that's like on the Hulu app on her phone, like she just wants people to see the movie. So I would just encourage people to see it when and where you can. I thought it was great. Awesome. All right. I just put it on my letterbox watch list. Uh, Nathan, what, what about you, pal? What you watching, bud? Ah, uh, well, recently I have been watching uh, a YouTube channel uh, called Scammer Payback by a fellow by the name of, uh, well, screen name by the name of Pierogi. Uh, his uh, their Christian sh- name. Their, his whole <laughs> well, I mean, his, their whole shtick is that they're going after uh, people who send out all those like. You know, refund scam emails like, you know, you've been charged to Amazon or, you know, your McAfee subscription has renewed, that sort of stuff. Call if you want to cancel. He calls these people because he just puts his email out there or people send him say, hey, I got this one. Hey, I got this one. He calls them up, basically wastes their time, hopefully trying to to be able to uh, remote into their computer because mm-hmm. what their shtick is that they'll remote into, you know, your computer and gain control. But he he's in uh, IT and cybersecurity before he even started the, the YouTube channel. So he knows how to reverse the connection, take over control, delete their files, take over their computer, actually tell the scammers, like call them by their real names, Timothy Chalamet. Uh <laughs> Is that what and that movie's actually about? It's all, it's all about. It's all. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And it's it's about Timothy Chalamet scamming Army scamming Hammer. Scamming people, like little people. Um, you know, the unfortunate truth of it is most of the guys, the most of the places that he's calling are in like Kolkata and India and stuff like that. Uh, but he actually speaks Hindi and actually will kind of use some broken Hindi with them. He'll put up translations as to what these guys are saying to each other in the background because they don't think that, you know, anybody else on the average is going to understand what they're saying. And like I said, he just wastes their time, makes them kind of tear their hair out with how, like, because he acts like, you know, a little old lady a lot of times or some, you know, brainless dude who doesn't know how to run a computer while he's doing all this stuff. And then by the end of the video, invariably the scammer kind of catches on and loses their mind and will start cussing him out in English and in Hindi. Great stuff. I, I, I love the, uh, you know, his, the, the, their, I guess, you know, their, their mission statement because it's not just him. It's got, he's got a whole crew of folks and they actually have their Patreon. Uh, a portion of their Patreon goes to actually helping people recoup some of the money that they may have been scammed out of. So cool. scammer payback. He's on YouTube uh pierogi's the guy's name and he's got a whole host of people who kind of help him uh so you careful you could end up kind of going down a rabbit hole but it's it's some entertaining stuff to watch people who spend their days being shitbags and stealing money from old people lose their mind once they realize all their like information has been deleted yeah well that sounds good that sounds uh like uh, justice is served um you're saying all those emails are fake every last one of them God damn it. Oh, I'll Brendan. 
That's what happened to our patron. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been, I've, yeah. They're like, your patron's credit card is expiring. And I'm like, oh, it must be. I better change it. But where's the link that I click on? <laughs> um, Okay, cool. Well, uh, I guess all of our recommendations are be very, very different. Um, so what I saw recently is a, a classic film that I had yet to watch until, well, yesterday, a couple of days ago. Um, I watched uh, Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation. Um, this is a movie with uh, Gene Hackman. He is a, I guess he's sort of... Um, like a detective, uh, like a private detective, and they use like state-of-the-art audio surveillance equipment. I mean, state-of-the-art when the movie came out, 1974, but whatever. Um, and he records a couple um, that he's being paid to follow, and he, the, what he hears makes him worry about what's going to happen when he you know, turns in the audio to the person that paid him. He's worried because um, at one point I think the, the gentleman says um, he's going to he's, he's gonna uh, kill us if he makes some comment here's some comment about like this person's gonna kill us if we're not careful or something like that and so he's like oh so he's got like a moral dilemma about whether he should even hand it in um there's there's uh, a little bit elements of uh, his faith comes into it as he's a very uh devout christian man um and it's all like it's it's like I think I read a review that pretty much summed it up really well. Like if loneliness had a soundtrack, it would be the soundtrack to this movie. It really is the examination of a paranoid, lonely, sad man who uh, can't really have anything. He doesn't really enjoy anything. He has a girlfriend who doesn't know anything about where he works or what he does played by Terry Garr. Uh, it's one of the like four John Cazale movies that exist. Um, Cause yeah, he did like four movies and then died of cancer very young. Um, and yeah, it's a Coppola movie, man. Check it out. The mayor from jaws makes an appearance too. <laughs> the conversation. It's great. I thought you might, when you said that you had recently watched it, I thought maybe you were going to say Wings, and then I was going to say, you know, I've seen Wings. Wings is great. Because of one best picture. Tony yeah. Shalhoub is so good. <laughs> and I mean, Thomas Hayden Church, at such a young age. So young in 1927, yeah. It was crazy. I mean, that um, show was on forever. I mean, really. <laughs> I didn't read, Stephen Weber must be a Time Lord. He, he's got to be. He did that, and then what? Studio sixty, one of the greatest shows in all television. On Chicago Med now. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, there you go. That's uh, those are recommendations. Uh, now, of course, uh, Nathan is uh, Montrose there to say a few words. He is. I'll get him in just a second. Okay. Hello, it's good friend Montrose Monkington the Third here, and I would just like to invite all of you over to my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you can also uh, be friends with me on the Facebook group, Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. And finally, if you wish to, you can tweet at me on your Twitter device at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. Thank you. Or later. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Montrose. You're welcome. And Jerrica, do you have anything you would like to plug or mention or or promote or uh, cosplay? Cosplay? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a free country. <laughs> I mean, I would love to cosplay as like yeah. A Are you very so, rich when, person? <laughs> when's your um? When's your next stop the steel rally? That's coming up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have anything I want to promote? I mean, I don't have any podcasts. 
I'm not really that big on social media. Um, I just want to promote the movie Saltburn. <laughs> yeah! Everybody needs to watch it with their entire family. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know. I just got to say, like, for some reason, this movie has, like, turned into affecting my life in, like, ways that I did not expect it to. I know this is a random tangent. You don't have to keep it in. I got a person stopped talking to me because I like Saltburn. What? Wow. I hope he's not listening to this. That would be so funny. <laughs> it's not like you said you you love and support Donald Trump or anything. No, it was so funny because... I saw Saltburn and um and then I didn't I've seen it multiple times because obviously I have mental great. health issues and if I like a movie I see it way too many times. And then he hated it. And then the I saw it again and liked it more with each viewing. And then he was like, Oh, let's talk about like why you like it so much. Like tell me why you like it. What about it spoke to you? And then I was just like, I actually don't want to. <clears throat> like <laughs> I liked it and I don't really want to have to argue with you about it. Like I just want to enjoy it because I enjoyed it. And mm. then he stopped talking to me. <laughs> so I just want to say shout out to Saltburn for getting that guy out of my life. I want to say Saltburn is the real friend. Saltburn is the friends we made along the way. Aren't you the real Saltburn is the friends we made along the way? I just want to say shout out to Archie Medecki, who is in that movie. Yeah. I want to promote him. Sure. <laughs> sure, just in general. Hope yeah, you have a good career. Yeah. If people can send Brendan and Nathan some more sports movies that you want me to cover with them. Mm. They gotta be extreme. They gotta be I think extreme. We're, yeah, any extreme sports movies. I think we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We still haven't done red. And I was thinking vertical sure. limit. Vertical limit. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I mean, just Saltburn. Just why not? Break remake. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that in cinemas, too. Jerrica might also be our June on that episode. <laughs> I've only seen it the once. Okay. And I was definitely blind. Hi. I will know. <laughs> I was definitely blinded by how handsome I found the men. Okay. I'm Fair pretty enough. I'm pretty sure that the actual movie isn't that good. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> we are going to uh, uh I just want to thank uh Jericho once again for guiding us through the uh murky waters of monster trucks. Thank you for having me on. I have been honestly since you started this podcast, you have been promising me that we would I do know. monster trucks and <laughs> we're finally here in twenty twenty four. I had to live this long. <laughs> Eight years of pure hell until we got here. I'm a horrible monster. Truck. truck. But you are a good truck. Oh, thank you. Um, that's what I should say to people from now on after they guessed. You were a good truck. And then just hang up. And they're like, what? What did he just say? <laughs> did he say what I think he said? Um, but yeah, He said I had a fat ass. <laughs> are you looking at my bum? Bum watcher? Bum looker? Ass looker. <laughs> But yes, thank you, Jerrica, once again, um, for talking about this wonderful film. Um, now, Nathan, do you have any any questions about Monster Truck? I don't know. Could I, I, but have any questions about it? I suppose, yeah, okay. I mean, in a movie yeah. uh, where our lead teenager is at least in his 30s, mm -hmm. and in a movie... Where, you know, he has a, a what appears to be a, a full-time job 
at a scrapyard. And in a movie where they probably deleted the scene where he's applying for a social security check. And in in a movie uh, where he talks about where he was when he heard JFK had been shot. And in a movie where he actually talked about how he successfully uh, dodged the draft for World War One, mm-hmm. you know, in his 20s. I simply have to ask, yeah. Lucas Till as a high school student? Man, what were they thinking? Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah, gotta go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Fire all of the guns and pumps and explode into space. I like smoking lightning. Heavy metal thunder. Racing with the 